This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey, this is Jeff Thorne. I am the writer, producer, showrunner of the Avengers Black Panther's Quest TV series, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, Nintendo Switch fans finally get their hands on Streets of Rage, Mr. Nightmare X DLC. We get a look at the first DLC character for Guilty Gear Strive. I also talk about possibly one of the best Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons on the market, and in our final stage, I review Neo, The World Ends With You for the Nintendo Switch. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select Start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select Start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Again, everybody, and welcome back to another game-filled episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Before we get down to gaming news, we got a lot of we got a lot of news to talk about. We got a fun show for you guys. But before we get all of that, just from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners, our new listeners, our our seasoned listeners, um, the Tumblr uh, community out there. Thank you all. This has been a monumental month in the world of Talk Time Live. Uh, everything that consists of Talk Time Live, including this show, Select Start, including our exclusives. It's just been awesome. And I can't thank you all enough for it. Um, and I also got to give thanks to Repop as well, because I'm pretty sure that uh, my appearance on the metaverse had something to do with, you know, bringing some of you on here as well. And just getting the chance to do what I do here on their platform and talk to some of my favorite voices of my favorite anime series and have fun with them. It's just been a blast. And just the month of July has been great. And now on the last day, July 31st, I can happily say we reached, we superseded the record of downloads that we had. Not only did we supersede it, it, it was, it's more astronomical than I can ever imagine. Um, because once we beat the number that we normally was going for it then extended even higher than that and i can't this is all because of you guys thank you so much i can't be more happy any more humble to you know be able to just happen this has been we've been doing this for six years and there's been some ups and downs you know, on the road to this and i just got to tell you guys you know if you're looking to do something, just give it your all and have fun doing it. But you got to work hard to have fun and just keep it going and, and keep it growing. And eventually things will happen. People will see the passion and the fun that you have. And, you know, good things will happen. I will say to that. Um, but like I said, I digress. I got. Oh, by the way, thank our recent guest, Jeff Thorne. I'll talk a little bit more about that on our tomorrow's show, which if you haven't noticed, this show is being uh, published a day later than normal or two days uh, day, uh, later than normal. Usually on a Thursday or Friday, I do select start. But due to the fact of our recent guest, Jeff Thorne, who is now the writer for the recent uh, series, the new DC comic series, Green Lantern, he's also the executive producer of uh, Ghost 2 or Book 2 Ghost or Power Book two ghosts i should say with um method man and uh mary j blige that was that season already has come and gone but uh, i got a chance to talk with him about that it, that episode is available now that talk time live special is available now you could go on talktimelive.com and uh check that out both the audio and video version is available on talktimelive.com so you go to talktimelive.com you go to the podcast page it's the it'll be the now after this episode the one below this so you can check it out there and then you can also check out or go to the ttl exclusive videos page and it'll be on there as well the video version so had a great time talking with jeff his fifth appearance on the show and we talk about all of that and much much more so stay tuned for that um but 
without further ado, let's talk about some gaming news. We got some great news to talk about if you're a Nintendo Switch fan, because this is going to be very Switch heavy today. Um, we do have some other, you know, gaming news for like PlayStation, Xbox, well, more like PlayStation. I don't think this game is on Xbox. I'm not sure. I know it's on PC, but Guilty Gear Strive. We got a lot of games came out this week, as you know. I talked about this last week, too. Um, Neo, The World Ends With You, which is the first game that I decided to review this week. And next week is going to be uh, Samurai Warriors 5. Um, and then probably the week after is going to be Blaster Master um, uh, 03 that I'll be reviewing as well. But actually, maybe because by that time, the War of Wakanda DLC will be out for Marvel Avengers, so I, it, that may get pushed down the line, but we got plenty of games to review in the next month or so here, but I got a chance to check out the newest, uh, the first DLC character to make it onto Guilty Gear Strive, and it is none other than Gold Lewis Dickinson, and I had a chance to play with him, and um, there are things I like about, his, about the character, there's things I don't. And what I do like about the character is the fact that like you got this huge burly, you know, oh, you know, I, I guess you could say an obese, heavy set character. He's a badass. I love him. He's awesome. The thing that is really hard to get around is that he he's limited. He's very limited and just not just his movement. He's limited in terms of his movesets. Um, you know, it's not too much he could do. He's a, str he, what I love, here's the thing, but they, it, there's logic to the character. And that's why there's the parts that I do. He's, he's not an easy character to get around. I thought he was going to be like a, you know, over the top, crazy, you know, defy physics type of character. No, they actually, there's a lot of physics to, the, to this character and logic to this character. He's a heavy set guy. So he's going to be slow and they made him slow pace. He walks slowly, uh, slower than most, you know, characters in the game which is appropriate it makes sense what he lacks in speed he has in strength so if he hits you once you will you know you will lose a lot of hp uh in health in your gauge uh he also has that big ass coffin that he carries around ergo the strength so if he swings that around which he does with ease and you get caught with it you're you're gonna be done he doesn't he's like i said he's very limited in terms of the moves that he has the other limitations that he has is that he's very short range he doesn't have that much reach so the best way to use dickinson is to use him defensively and i it took me a while to learn that because a lot of the characters on guilty gear x are basically you know all fit they have like better reach uh you know that you can easily just you know get in get out but and they're faster he's not he lacks both he, he lacks distance and reach as well as you know speed so you have to use them defensively you got to allow the characters to come to him you got a lot of characters to strike first and then he repels from it that i after a while i started figuring out and when i got to my favorite final boss who just murdered me multiple times before i figured out like stop trying to be the offensive one first become the defensive guy that's when things got easier and I managed to finally beat him because that, that dude is, is just unstoppable. Um, I like him. I really do like him. I like, there, there's things to like, I think whoever uses him for like an eSport main, I think I, there's always going to be somebody who's going to know how to control this guy perfectly. And I'm looking like once, you know, Evo, if that hasn't already come by yet, I don't know with the, with the pandemic and everything, you dates just seem to come and go. But when the eSport competition comes, and I, I'm pretty sure Guilty Gear Strive is going to be one of those games that, that gets picked. Absolutely. Um, I am going to be interested in seeing who picks Dickinson. And usually whoever picks Dickinson, that's the people that you need to be afraid of. Because anybody, like the Zangief people, anybody who uses Zangief is like, they know how to use them in the, in the most unorthodox way that will surprise you because you think that like you get around this character. No, they know how to grab you. They know how to, you know, attack you properly. They know when to, you know, connect, you know, he's a short range character too, but man, get near him and they do a full 360 circle motion, uh, move on him to do like the spin and power driver. You're done. Or the, or the German suplex, just done. 
once he grabs you done dickinson's like this he's not a grabber as much but there are ways that i think people are going to learn how to use this style appropriately i am not one of those people so uh i i i'm just he's not my speed he's not my speed but i do like him the only thing i didn't like and i think this is something i hope that can be patched up or something that they can read you know draw in or whatever or redesign his glasses it took me right out of the the uh dis you know the belief there it, it it didn't it um didn't suspend my disbelief because what they what happened was it, it i'm surprised of a, a a fighting game of this caliber of this stage of this evolution still makes the same little mistake in design this is a design flaw that they did when you look at his glasses if he's on the left side and his you know he's where he's wearing these glasses where the eye patch is like i like a uh mechanical eye patch in his in his glasses so one is he can see through the other one he can't he shoots like a a beacon which allows this satellite to shoot down lasers or whatever uh that's one of his moves it's awesome but when he like when you when he goes to the right side and if you beat a character on the right side then you see the actual eye patch on the other side so i don't recall like in the movie version or the story mode of that actually being a thing where his eye patch is on the other side or it just it is move a lot there's a logical reason why it moves i think that's a design flaw i think that they should work on doing that because that's something that's we're we're way beyond the days of doing stuff like that even for 2d games i thought this was supposed to be a 3d model character which means that it's supposed like once you see something on one side you're going to see it exactly the same on the other side just from a different angle this kind of exposed the design of the game so in hindsight it's not really a 3d model that we're looking at it's a it looks like it's possibly a 2d model that's in it works that's being drawn in or whatever like that i need them to be able to fix that flaw I, it's it's a it's a nitpick sort of kinda but it's just something from a, it, it's an artist flaw it's something that you know can hopefully be erased and redrawn back in it, he his his glasses should not his, his glasses should look exactly the same with the same angles and everything on the right side as it does on the left that was my only you know that was my you know my critique from a design perspective um so other than that i mean the character is the character is pretty good like he's not to me like i say he's not the best character i've ever played in the game won't be by any stretch but i he, he is he is a really cool character and i liked him in the story mode too so i'm glad that they still brought him in i'm looking forward to seeing who's going to dominate with this character guaranteed it's going to be somebody there all right let's move on to marvel avengers news man i gotta say game came such a long way this game is eons better than what it was it's been has it been like two years now maybe no it's been a year because it came out last year it feels like it's been longer and i love it i love it when new people come in and they see how awesome this game is never knowing how bad it was in the beginning i remember um i i, I saw this on social media and somebody replied or commented and said man i don't know why this game gets such a bad rap and why people are dogging this game out this game is awesome yes now it is because you probably just got the game you probably got the game at this stage of of the uh of the game's uh development where they patched up everything that needed to be patched but if you were there at day one then whether you were pc or ps4 or five or xbox if you were there day one you know damn well there were some major issues with this in fact it the funny part about this before cyberpunk 2077 had issues and they were put on blast on all over you know media not social media not just social media but media in general like it was on news reports and everything about the stuff that was happening there and i think only be the only reason why it was doing that was because well one they did have the the the, the glitch and bug with the nudity factor in it um the other part which by the way they were kind of targeting kids with that and i'm like why are kids playing this game this game is not for kids two keanu reeves and wb are associated heavily with that game 
that's why they got so much exposure. I feel bad for Keanu Reeves because I thought, you know, the amount that I played of this game, I liked where the story was going and I liked what, what happened there. I won't. I here's the thing. I probably I probably will eventually get Cyberpunk 2077 again someday, maybe when it's on major sale. Like I've I've invested. I don't play FPSs as much. And when I took to its credit, when I played it, I kind of liked what I was doing. But at the end of the day, I those glitches were just unforgivable. I don't want to invest full price on it. I rather I'd rather actually pay like 20 bucks, like the golden age edition or something like that, whatever comes out later on. So eventually maybe I will play it again someday if I if I'm interested, but I just not now. But Marvel Avengers was the first really major one to have this bit of a glitch fest before Cyberpunk 2020 did. And there, I think the reason why I didn't get that much exposure is because it didn't have the, the talent or the significance, you know, based on even though it was a Marvel title, it just didn't have it on there. They didn't they didn't get the the major media exposure like that. And they 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 dodged a bullet pretty much. But to their credit, to Crystal Dynamics credit and Square Enix credit, they came a long way. They, this thing is much better. The story mode is intact. All of these side missions are intact. Now you can rewatch and replay every side mission and every in the main story mission over again. There's about 25 hours of single player content now. You could play over eight playable characters, which will include Black Panther when it comes out this month uh, or August 17th, and then more events and missions to complete as well. I am looking forward to that Wakanda um, War Wakanda mission. Uh, it, I don't know how many hours is going to be. Uh, I believe the original, the main story, uh, if we talked about last time, it said it was about 11 hours. And I think the other one was four. Another one was uh, three, so that's seven. Uh, that's about it's about 18 hours. It's about and it looks like War Wakanda maybe about like five, six hours from there. If, if, if all that information that I got, which I got from um, the official Marvel Avengers uh, Facebook page, if they're including that with the War Wakanda, then War Wakanda possibly will be five, six hours long, which is pretty good so if you put all that together that's a so that's a fair amount of um replay value right there and even furthermore all of those characters are free and we still haven't even got spider-man yet. there's still no word i think if anything if there spider-man has to come out this year yes some form of fashion some way somehow but i'm looking forward to it like i said war wakanda releases on august 17th so you know i i'm, I'm very much hyped for that remember um that the uh, actor who plays Kratos, the recent Kratos, not TC Carson, but the recent Kratos on the um, the Norse uh, God, what is it? The Norse God version of uh, God of War is going to be on here as well, playing uh, T'Challa. So uh, I, I, I expect this to be a lot of fun. I, I can't wait to check him out in there too. So um, this week also, I had a chance to check out a new Joy-Con. Like, if you guys remember, I, I reviewed the, uh, I on my on talktimelive.com, in fact, you could go there and in the blog page, there's a section uh, I call Unbox, which is me, uh, you know, obtaining some new fandom, like rather game um, accessories or some new fandom accessories that have come out. I had the chance to buy the Hori controller, which was the Pokemon edition. Uh, and I thought it was pretty good. There were some things that it wasn't the best because it lacked uh, some things there. But there was also there was one of the things that it lacked to me was the uh, a rumble pack. And I'm playing all of these games that had, you know, they provided rumble features in it. And I'm missing out. I feel like I'm missing out on the experience of the rumble feature. And then even furthermore, the gyroscope uh, features that allows you to do motion controls didn't come with the Hori control as well. It was just strictly for, you know, just a better gaming experience. I needed something more. So I was going to actually go back to the regular Joy-Cons, uh, you know, and just settle for that and have to hopefully not worry about drifting issues again. But 
As I looked at Amazon.com, I came across something interesting and decided to take a chance on it and invest in it. And if you go to TalkTimeLive.com, you will see a new Unbox blog um, with me reviewing the Benbach Joy-Cons. I might suggest you definitely go out of your way to check it out because it possibly may be one of the best in the market. I go into detail as to what this had, what this consists of. Uh, I do compare and contrast to all of the Joy-Cons, the original traditional Joy-Cons, the Hori and that one. There's some LED light up, uh, you know, bells and whistles in there as well, but also it is it a full Joy-Con experience. It has a rumble pack. Um, it has configuration figures, uh, you know, configurations with the rumble feature and the LED section. There's a lot to it. So I can't go into detail. I won't go into detail right here. Go to talktimelive.com. Go on the blog section. You will see it uh, new for Ben Bach and read it and see how I compare it and what I get for it. But you may be interested. And if you are, I do have a link that uh, take that will take you directly to the Amazon page where to buy it. Um, I also read the reviews on there and then I determined, you know, based upon what my experience was, it's there are some there are some cons. There are way more uh, pros than cons to this controller. And I think the cons aren't as bad as, you know, as it as you would want it to be. But go out of your way to check it out. The Benbach controller uh, joy cons on talktimelive.com uh, right now under the blog section. So go out of your way to check it out. I uh, believe the last bit of news I may have for this section is me talking about Streets of Rage, Mr. Nightmare X's DLC, which we finally got. And I want to give a special shout out to Do, uh, Dotemu because they worked their asses off. They were going through a lot of hell and it was no pun intended. It was a nightmare for them to bring this out uh, to the Nintendo Switch. And, you know, I because I've known about this before and this happened, this is not the first time this has happened to a company. This is ha the same thing has happened to um, Retro Soft Studio with Retromania Wrestling. I man i tell you this um nintendo is very strict nintendo is extremely strict when it comes to this so i get it um it just for some reason didn't go through and it took them a while to do it well it finally got there um people were worried because i got the update i sent a picture up to dotemu and i i think they saw it and didn't announce that it was out but not knowingly because i think dotemu is not in america i know lizard cube is not in america uh shout out to ben Fiquette. he's in paris um so I know that they are they may not be in the States and they might not understand um, the release dates and times for the Nintendo Switch in America. So it didn't come out yet, but the, everybody was getting updates. Everybody was getting a new update on their Nintendo Switch for Streets of Rage 4. It was like early in the morning. Now, I did remind people on Twitter and said that like, you just a heads up because this is a known thing that Nintendo does. Um, it's possible. It may release on tw at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time or Eastern Digital Time, um, or it might be 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or, uh, or uh, Eastern Digital Time, because if it's in three o'clock, then that means in the West Coast is going to be 12 o'clock, which means then they'll be able to get it. So I think the idea was if they do it at three o'clock, then everybody gets the uh, release and then not just the uh, East Coast which would get it first. Um, and, I th and in that sense, when you really think about it, it makes a lot of sense. It allows to do it. And in fact, that's what exactly happened at three o'clock PM, Eastern standard time, 12 o'clock Pacific standard time. They released it to everybody in the U S and we got a chance to finally play it. They went through a lot of trouble, but I'm going to tell you this. It was all worth the trouble to get this to us because I, I know people on PlayStation and, and PC, we're enjoying it already and we had to finally had a chance to uh find out why this game is so good but the update provides a hell of a lot of fun let me tell you if you don't already know mr nightmare x survival mode is by far the best survival mode ever made and look i get it now why they were crying about getting this out and making sure everybody enjoys this they did so much for this 
This is the first survival mode that provides incentives when playing through it, which with every char uh, character, including the new DLC characters, Estelle, Max, and Shiva. Now, normally when a game provides a survival mode, it's just that. Even if whether it's a action game or beat em up game like, uh, like Streets of Rage or a fighting game where there's survival, there's usually never really incentives to just do it. It's like you just see how far you go and who gets the highest score or whatever, and who gets the farthest, and that's it. No, Mr. Nightmare X survival mode provides you, if you, it, 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 it rewards you. It literally rewards you for every time you get farther into the uh, the stages and the levels. So basically, the survival mode consists of random sim, um, which is a ram random simulation mode. And, and before we go, uh, it's all the good part about the survival mode is that it's all a part of the new story here. And it, it out basically, at, uh, what does it say here on this? Uh, after putting a stop to why uh, the Y twin. So this is taking place right after the Streets of Rage story, the main story mode. So after putting a stop to the Y twins uh, nefarious activities, our heroes realized they would need to prepare for anything. They went to Dr. Zen for uh, Zan for help for the remains of Mr. X's brain. He built a machine to replicate the twisted mind behind it all. A powerful artificial intelligence uh, able uh, to simulate any encounter they may face. Fearlessly, our heroes jumped into the simulation and endless challenges ahead of them. Uh, the ultimate trial, Mr. X nightmare. So I, first of all, I love that story. You know, it's so a short, sweet, you know, and logical. It makes a lot of sense, especially when you see what goes on um, and what involves in some a lot of the over the top things that happens there. So the, the, you go through the random sim, which gives you different stipulations, challenges, stages and weapons to battle through hordes of enemies and levels. The more levels you compete, you complete, the better chances you have to unlock um, more in-game content, including new weapons and new moves for each character. And this is how the new moves kick in. So with the awesome thing that Dutemo did was that when you get to a certain level and you unlock these, these moves, you can customize each character with a variety of moves that you unlock, giving them a new ability and, and, and damn near a new strategy of how to play the game so your your whole entire player uh your game experience changes when you customize these new moves in with each character and each move provides a really cool new feature and everything too it's it's pretty it is so awesome and it and almost addictive addicted to play um i had to force myself off because i knew i had to play you know the world ends with you and other games I had to, and, and it's unfortunate because I had a lot of time to play that game last week, but I played it enough to get an idea of what's going on and what to do. So um, there's also a weekly sim challenge where you can compete for more game content. So I, it's it's I, it's it was so much worth it. And then on top of that, kudos to them because they took off like about 15% off the normal price of the DLC for Switch owners because of all the hell that they went through. They really did feel bad and, and it is really, you know, sincere about it. And they they were nice enough to take it off. So I thought, think I've only paid like six bucks out of 10 for mine. And I think a lot of that had to do with the 15% off. And then also um, some of the money that I got back from the Nintendo eShop for it. So that, that money went back there again. If you're not a Nintendo Switch owner, you got to understand the Nintendo eShop is practically the best of all shops. PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation Store, the Xbox uh, Live Market. None of those give you money back. You get Nintendo give you gives you actually money back. If you pay like a like a 30, 40 dollar game, you probably get like three or four or five dollars back. And if the more games that you do and if you don't pay for it you wind up even getting a game for free i've gotten games for free because i've been you know paying on another reason why i like paying for games <laughs> on my own as opposed to not you know getting free copies i've only got two copies from companies uh, you know like and that was just complimentary based on you know based on our you know i think interviews or whatever like that that i had 
but I, I normally don't try to seek out for free games for a lot of reasons. And two, annually, financially, it's worth it. I'll just from a business aspect, it is worth buying games. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It, it's it's all a part of the job, folks. It's all a part of the business. So I overall, like honestly, if I'm just grading the DLC alone, at this DLC gets an absolute solid A. I really enjoyed it. I really thought it was the replay value was extremely high. And the only reason why I got off it again, like I said, because I had to review and start playing other games that were coming out and it because of the timing issue that it took to for this game to come out but i played it enough that i got a few i locked a few um weapons and, and got the chance to play with uh the three new characters um also there's also the kangaroo rue who can be unlocked as well which i knew that was something that you could do when i first saw him in the uh in the original uh story mode of the game i figured he's in the game he's going to be able to be unlocked and i guarantee possibly if they do another dlc then in fact he's gonna, probably going to be the next one here him and um and dr zen so I, I i can't wait this is just this has absolutely become one of the best beat em up games of this generation bar none dotemo kudos to you lizard cube uh, kudos to you and the great artwork that you provided in there as well just just absolutely fantastic so folks that will do it for this portion of the show we're going to take a break come back and in our final stage i finally get to talk about neo the world ends with you we'll do that right after this Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! Welcome back, and we have reached the final stage of this program. I am here to review Neo, The World Ends With You. This is Square Enix follow-up, the sequel to the cult classic RPG, action RPG, I should say, The World Ends With You. I had a chance to play the first game way back when mobile games be first became a thing. And before they started doing in-app purchases and all that stuff, they were just porting you know, games like this and some really cool quality games back then onto that system that didn't try to hurt your pockets. And the world ends with you ended up on mobile. It's the first time, my first interaction with it. I didn't know th uh, that this game was even on the 3DS. Uh, this was a new version of it that allowed you to use the touch screen and everything much like the DS, the, th uh, the DS version. Um, but they revamped it. They gave it a little, a bit of an upgrade to it. And then they later on did another upgrade for it as well, which I should still have on the, uh, on my, on my iPad. I, it's still out for the iPad right now. Actually, that game is better suited for the iPad. I also have it for the Nintendo switch, but I didn't necessarily enjoy it much on the Nintendo switch because the Nintendo switch, when, it, when you put port it on a Nintendo switch, you would hope that they would at least you know, upgrade the configurations because it, it not rely on the touchscreen features because one, the Nintendo Switch doesn't have a a stylus like the 3DS uh, had at once. So you, you can play it on there easily. But then again, also, you just want to use the controllers. So they they kind of dropped the ball on it. And I think they listened to us because the sequel, Neo, is everything we wanted a game like this to be like when we think of the world ends with you on a platform like this or even on a nintendo um the playstation this is how we want to wanted to play it 
and no disrespect to the original version because it was fun it's i just think it's better suited for the ipad and the ios and and, and other um you know mobile systems and, and such it's just better suited but i man you talk about a game that reinvented the wheel that is exactly what they did with this game and in every way from you know graphics i mean the same beautiful anime slash graffiti style you know art style that they put in is still there but that's about it everything else is just revamped retooled redesigned just for better gameplay just for a better experience they added so much more to this they literally reinvented the wheel <laughs> with this game i can't tell you how happy i was when i played the demo and found out that one you now can use the controller the uh the you have a button control system and control scheme now that was a major plus that was absolutely what i needed to know two just the presentation and production of this game is just top-notch they they respect the cult fans who played that original game and they decided to reward us with a brand new experience a brand new story everything like that and i'm gonna run down everything based upon the press kit that we got because there's and the only reason why i'm doing that as as opposed to you know normally taking notes like i have is because there's so much to cover in this game and the press kit the media kit helps me run down everything that this thing because um provides now what i'll do when i run it down i may add on my own two cents of what i think of said features and whatnot but most of all this is my help this is my assistant guys so to that thank you square enix for providing this so um basically the story though i i won't read exactly everything from what they say on the story but it's really easy to understand um basically you have the main characters rendo and his best friend fret who are in shibuya uh tokyo and all of a sudden notices that there's some different things happening like all of a sudden this just what they considered a psychic battle breaks out and and scramble crossing uh and all of a sudden it's just like to them this is just weird that is happening and yet they decide to join in to, to the games um an actual reaper comes in and looks at uh rendo and says welcome to the uh, reaper games kid and that's it and so he notices this is not this is really weird for this to happen and all of a sudden all this is going on but they also tell him like you're a part of the game now so here's the, here's the deal you win or you get erased you got a you got a choice so rendo and fret decide to join in they help they don't know what the hell's going on but they just try to survive and get through and then as things go on eventually they start to realize like something's not right here what's going on here why are we in this game why are we a part of this why are we forced to be in this game now here's the thing for those who played the original game you know that the reaper games is consist of contestants who are dead so they it, at, at this stage at this point in time rendo and fret may not realize and i'm not spoiling anything by the way um i'm just going off of this right now so i'm not spoiling for anybody of what's going to happen or what happened or what but i'm telling you what basically the last one because um the last one had deku um not deku on here i forgot his uh, i forgot the, the uh, main character's name of the original but <clears throat> he basically found out that he was dead and what i loved about the original world ends with you which by the way go out of your way to check out if you didn't play the game or you have no way of playing the game that's okay because the world ends with you anime is out and available if you go on if you own funimation the series is out on there now and it literally i mean minute by minute detail runs goes to every single thing that happened on the original game they put on that there same way that they did with persona 5 um it, it's it's an awesome anime beautiful anime it looks exactly like the actual game um i'm still waiting for them to put in the english cast i don't like I, I mention this all the time i don't know what's what's the deal with funimation and trying to get these uh actors to get in i don't know if they had a you know they were hit hard with um the pandemic and everything but they usually would have had an english version by now so we're still waiting on that but psychic uh we're not psychic force um 
Scarlet Nexus is another one too that I'm still waiting for that. They're still, but they're still bringing out um, episodes for that show. But we found out later on on the original version that you know the characters in there were dead, and we found out how they died and everything. So I don't, I, I, I'm not gonna say it, but like they don't know how they got into the game. But chances are, most of the contestants are people who died, and you know they fight they compete in these games to get a chance to leave the reaper games hopefully getting back to normalcy uh, at least that's what they think so this is the journey that they go into so they go all around to shibuya to uh, tokyo and you know the beauty of the locations the locations are exactly the way they looked in the original version, but the original version was 2D. And again, like I said, if you played the original um, World Ends With You game, it was just so innovative how they did the stages and everything and how you worked around the stages and it worked around. Like it was like, an, it was it, it felt kind of open world, even though it was like 2D stages or whatnot. And you go from place street to street and neighborhood to neighborhood and uh, you know, around the city. Here, now they have a 3D world. It feels kind of weird, but it was it's intentionally weird the way the, the camera has it like a fish lens type of look. So everything that they're and, and it is just to make the world look weird that, that the, the Reaper games that they're in and, and the world that they're in look the way they do. And I get how they did it. It does kind of freak me out and it does kind of pose a bit of a problem sometimes when in terms in terms of camera um, control and view, because the the the, um, the camera is it doesn't allow you to move there's it's it's on hard cam basically and it's on still and you basically go the way the camera leads you so you can't use an analog stick to control it until unless you're in the game uh you know fighting against the noise which is the creatures that you end up facing from time to time so that's the only time you can control the camera but once you're in the city and you're roaming around the city you won't be able to actually do that you won't be able to control the camera so that's it, it's it's partly a slight negative but not because i kind of know what they're doing and with the fish lens look which makes everything look like it's kind of warped a little bit i kind of get the it's an artistic you know it, it's a creative uh decision for them to do and i get it so <clears throat> the problem the only problem i have is that sometimes you get a little bit lost now they do when it comes to like looking for certain areas and stuff like that they do sometimes have some markers that helps you be able to navigate through certain areas and then there's times where you have to figure out where things are so you got to um go back and listen to what you uh the conversations that you have before and you know look for clues and whatnot i i gotta say you need to pay attention to every single thing they say when you're reading through the cutscenes and the comic book cutscenes that they have um, which are beautiful, by the way, you have to really pay attention. Do not skim through anything. But if you do happen to skim through, you can hit the L, the L2 button and um, you'll be able to read the dialogue that you have over again that, that was already been recorded based on the conversations that you had. So it'll allow you to, you know, revamp back instead of just getting out of the game, coming back in or reloading to a certain area. Um, it always auto save every time you contact connect with a um, person or you actually have you know gotten through a battle with noise or other competition as well so that's pretty awesome uh takehara haru uh, ishimoto is the composer of the soundtrack of the original world ends with you game and he's back again he has a whole bunch of really crazy uh, um cool weird eccentric type of music in here that really works for the uh game i thought it was really well done some of it is a little bit repetitive too especially if you are just roaming around every once in a while but it's really awesome but you get a chance to buy new um music on the soundtrack and how you actually go of all places to tower records first of all i don't know if tower records is still around and it, let alone in tokyo i need to I, I don't know why i didn't look that up but here's a here's a fun fact i used to work for tower records like this, the actual tile records that's in this game. And for, here's the funny part too. A lot of the, a lot of you listeners are probably at an age where you don't know what the hell tile records is. Tile records, if you're playing this game, if you played this game, 
and you see tower records there that is a legit real store that is not that is absolutely not a fictional thing that store that you see in the game is actually based on a real store with the same logo everything i used to work at tower records um back in uh was it two was like 88 89 or something like that um that i used to work there and it was the, it was one of the best records uh, like music stores out there this is this is when they were still you know selling vinyl and they were still uh selling cds and cassette tapes and everything that's what i was working there so giving away my age a bit <laughs> but it, it it's legit and when i saw that I, it blew my mind i'm like is it really still a um agent uh a tower records out because it was it weirded me out that they actually had tower records in this in 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 in, in this actual place tower records japan you, you know what's funny i'm googling it right now tower records and somebody in, on google on the list when you on the search engine tower records japan is on here which means i'm not the only one has been checking this out <laughs> i am not the only one that has checked this out is there a fact Oh my freaking goodness, there really is a Tower Records that looks exactly like the one in the damn game. Tower Records still exists. This is crazy. Why does Tower Records still exist in Japan? This is absolutely crazy and yet awesome at the same time. And it really does say no music, no life. This is brilliant. And now, I've, now I have another reason why I want to go to Japan. I got to go there someday. It, that's uh, oh my god this is just unbelievable are you kidding me there really is a a tower records in shibuya japan and they put a major focus on this as being one of the biggest milestones in the game too it looks absolutely like like from from minute detail in the game that is <laughs> i am blown away by this so yeah tower records is in the game and uh you know just you know for all of you guys who are my age which is like in the 40s or whatever you know this this used to be the spot boy oh i tell you good times so there's uh, there's that in there um the cutscenes, like i said that you know they consist of um you know comic book s manga like storylines that the the old one did the same thing uh but this time which is awesome about it the one thing that they added here was that there is now voice actors in here there are all voice actors in this game that are um providing narrative and dialogue to this as well which the first one did not um they also have anime uh cutscenes for this one as well the other one the first one did not as well that's what i'm saying they gave it a major overhaul here so you know you got paul castro jr playing rendo you got uh griffin burns as fred you got miranda uh, parkins as nagi and these are your team from uh known as the wicked twisters um and, and the other fun thing i you know they they all have team names um everybody in the reaper games ha, you know are grouping to themselves together into a team and those teams are going up against other teams which i love about this because if you go through the story mode of this as you're going through the story and they go through the um reaper games and they're going up against the you know uh, the wicked twisters are going up against all these other teams every once in a while when a team when a wicked twisters beat a team you got one of the reapers announcing what's going on so the the cool part about this is that this whole entire this whole entire format this this whole thing that they're building is a it, it's a nod to an old movie that a lot of you may not have heard of called the warriors there the warriors was a movie about a gang of warriors who were running all through the city to uh to get away or find the real killer of the main leader of all that was trying to have a peace treaty for all the gangs in new york somebody wanted a, a suspicious gang member end up shooting the actual uh you know gang leader the head of the all the gang leaders or whatever like that it, his name was cyrus and all of a sudden it created anarchy the actual shooter blamed it on blamed the uh killing on the warriors and every gang in the city was out looking for the warriors while they were doing that there was in between every time every between that there was a dj who was actually you know monitor who was giving updates on where the warriors were and you know tracking them down trying to get them you know 
get them hurt <laughs> whatever like that but she was also commentating everything that was going on around the city and all the chaos was going because every gang in the city and each gang had a different theme you had a gang that was dressed up like baseball you know teams with masks with with um face paint that looked like kind of like sting from aew um you had a whole bunch of different you had an all girls gang that just it was just crazy it's one of the one of the most awesome movies ever made if you haven't watched the warriors go out of your way to check it out it's awesome but this game takes a bit from that movie and they you they absolutely do because of the the little cutscenes that they have when they're you know whenever the wicked twisters beat somebody the reapers report and give an update to all the other um groups about what's going on that's exactly what the warriors did so uh i love that they did that but you got in the wicked twisters you got you know fret and uh, nagi who is in your team you know what i love about the rendo character which is absolutely the main character here and i love the fact that he has a he's wearing a face mask as a chin strap because he is so up to date this is like being that it's the pandemic and everything it's so up to date that we see a character like this um but he all of the character what i love about all the characters is that they were written for modern times even more than the original was um and original was out like maybe almost over a decade ago but this was like rendo is such a great character because he's relatable he's basically what they call an omnivert or an extrovert uh, which are not a, basically an omnivert or amber um ambivert which is basically someone who acquires the characteristics of both an introvert and an extrovert so it's like he can be by himself but he can also enjoy company it doesn't matter whereas an introvert can just you know stay with them in themselves and not have to be around anybody or doesn't care to be around everybody an extrovert desires to be around people he's in but this dude is in between this dude is me by the way so um rendo is just he you know like the fact that the reaper games is going on he's taking notice that it's significant that you know there's is things going on but he's just he's assimilating into it he's adapting to it he's just like all right let's just go ahead and we'll figure it out from this point on i love this character i i really i appreciate this character he's just so up to date and i do wear ripped jeans like him as well <laughs> not as baggy but um you also got fret who's kind of a like more of like the cool you know best friend but also the gullible one there's always one and he he he's easily he's easily manipulated at, at all you got nagi who actually is probably not only the most intelligent of the group but she's also the oldest she actually is a college student that kind of looks like a younger you know girl she looks like she's in high school but she um rendo end up saving her so she owes rendo a debt of credit even though she's like the oldest she still goes follows his lead um but also provides some great intel as well then you got mina uh, minami moto played by andy hirsch and let's just say this dude is cool but he kind of rubs me the wrong way i'll just put it like that you also got characters from other groups you got um so so uh kishi who's like this big like over the, um like really huge muscular he kind of looks like brock lesnar uh he's like like a hip-hop version of brock lesnar um him and his, and his uh other partner uh sagumi um reminds me of beats and rhymes by the way too they, they they come off like the beats and rhyme of this um of this game and for those who don't haven't played the original game beats and rhyme was characters from the original and uh some interesting things that just happened i won't spoil it if you didn't play that either or watch the anime but um they belong they are part of a group called the ruin bringers and apparently they win every single time they win the game all the time and they just choose not to leave the actual game because they keep winning so it's uh interesting you also got Fu uh, fuya from deep river so uh, society you got uh canon from the uh varia beauties and you got this guy named uh motoy from uh pure hearts so you got all of them that you're going to be going up you're going to be facing against or whatever like that throughout the game in here and there's some really awesome game moments in here too um but you're going up against the reapers too you got shiva uh shoka and uh ayano and as well in here um and you also had kobo and kia he uh he she uh hishima 
Korea and Azuki, played by none other than Sakura from Naruto herself, Kate Higgins. This is the second game I'm playing where Kate Higgins are, is involved in, in the game. So I think that's pretty awesome. But they all make appearances in the game. If you guys know, the Reapers are the uh, people who are overseeing the games and kind of orchestrating everything that's going on in the games too. So they are usually rather manipulating things or, you know, making things really hard for your characters to go through as well. So there's all these different characters. If you played the original game, you also know that how you fight is based upon the key items known as the Reaper pins that you get. And these pins are all different. Each pin will provide you like different powers or whatnot in there. So once you grab a pin, you'll be able to do some really awesome, cool powers in here. And um, the control schemes is really cool. I mentioned this before a few uh, episodes ago where you now the difference is now is that like you, before you were only playing as one character. Now you get to play as all of the characters that you're a part of in, in the uh, in the Wicked Twisters. But each button that you have controls each character. So if you're using uh, if you're using Rindo and he's like he's uh, you check you use a certain pen. The pen has a it has a command uh, button that you use. Like he's a pen. The pen uses the Y button. So now every time you hit the Y button, that's Rindo attacking. Or use a, a X button that's Fret attacking using his special move or whatever like that, and so forth and so on. Um, but you could do these all these type of combos and it, these team attacks are awesome. Um, much like the original game, you you shop at all these different stores and such, and you um, you know trends and threads are always the, you know the great thing. They help your stats or whatever. You always buy these new you know depending on all the pins that you earn and sell. It, it it's also your currency as well because you'll get like the same pen multiple times but you can use that pen to buy you know to use as more currency in certain stores um you can also make a pen go up in value and sell it as well and as you go through the game you wind up even you know making more money down the line based on the amount of people that you beat and the amount of pens that you acquire and sell um, so you could go in there and use it to shop for uh, new threads and those threads will up your stat, your um, actual RPG stats, your health, your attack, your defense uh, and your styles points as well. So you always need to change up. It, it, you know, it, it's a, it's a style thing um, this time around, which is something I believe may. I know it's not different. This is the same um, you do because I remember doing this on the old one, too. But you go to shops, uh, restaurants and you feed. You got to make sure that these guys are healthy and fed every time you feed them again, upping your stats, your uh, RPG elements and, and stats go up. So they they have a, um, a gauge where you will see whether they need to eat or um, they're too full. And you just keep fighting. But every time you fight in a new battle, um, that gauge will deplete. So once it's depleted and you finish with the gauge, you go find a new restaurant to uh, go eat. But you got to make sure you got enough money to do that. But like I said, as the more you fight, the more money you make, the more that you can eat and the more expensive places that you can eat as well. And the more expensive the place, the better, the better the stats as well. So um, much like the original one, too, you get you can scan. You got the scan system. And the scan system is to read people's thoughts and which helps you, you know, get through certain, you know, obstacles that the Reapers will put upon you. And what the other thing it would do, too, is let you detect the noise. And again, the noise are a group of creatures. I love Japan games. I love Japanese games because they always have these really authentic ways of calling me like Scarlet Nexus. Their creatures, their monsters and creatures are called others. Or in, in the anime Neon Genesis Evangelion, the monsters, the um, kaiju-like monsters are called Avis. You know, it's just really cool ga uh, names. And here it's called The Noise. So The Noise will be detected once you go into scan mode and you start, you know, you, you go to the... You could fight as many noise as possible and it's best to do that because you will gain more... Um, you will level up a lot faster that way. But it also is help to help you find people to scan them and to figure out how to help them or to figure out how to um, get through the game. The cool part about this one this time is that each character has a unique psych here. So like Rindo has a psych ability to replay, um, you know, the same time he could, he can control time. So if there's something that he needs to redo, 
he can he can replay the situation and go back and do it and there's a certain there's going to be certain times in the game will he be using that ability to do fret also has a psych ability to remind people you know he puts thoughts into their head and you know helps them out there so he he gives them an image of what they need to be reminded of um nagi is no different nagi has a psych which allows you to dive using certain uh, you know words or whatever like that and you can dive in um to fight noise that is you know corrupting and making giving ne negative thoughts to uh people every so often so i like that and what's best about it all once you fight the noise it gets that's where all the fun happens so it gets really crazy it gets really frenzied the, the control scheme is just absolutely fantastic i can't believe that they were able to be even be more innovative with this game than they did with the first time around using the touchscreen features using this new control scheme is just awesome this new pen system it's just fantastic and even furthermore you the more you fight in the more you level up you can use more pins you can do a lot more in here um but also you doing combos with them and you can have up to 16 members teammates uh alone you start off with like two and then three and then four and it just gets more and more after, as you go on so it just gets crazier and crazier um but you have you could create combos and then which allows you to uh increase the groove uh system and this groove system is back if you remember the first game it's back again which if you make it to 100 it allows you to do mashup uh you know combos and bigger moves that create this more powerful moves and everything it's just ah oh man this game is so fantastic so overall man <laughs> i love the first game and this one managed to supersede what they did with the first game and i couldn't be any happy i was very much anticipating this game to come out i knew that this game was so awesome this is so i mean the first game was just iconic and classic this one managed to take what they did the first time and literally make it better it's just fantastic and the added shown you know uh the added showing of tower records just for my nostalgic you know taste it really melt my heart and just to know that tower records is still around in, in, in japan it's just it's absolutely phenomenal so the artwork awesome the voice acting phenomenal the gameplay the replay value all of it is just at its best if you have not i mean and, and even furthermore here's the thing if you haven't played the first game which i absolutely highly recommend you do even if you didn't play the first game you can still play this game and not miss a thing because it, it's a whole new story it's a whole new story it there is slight connection to the past story but it's it's not as minimum you can play this game and enjoy it for what it is and have no problems with it so you want to know what my grade is for this you really based on what i've talked about the excitement that i had do you do you need a crystal ball to predict the obvious on what i'm going to give this game no you should this game absolutely deserves an a plus by far go out of your way get this game check it out and enjoy every bit of it it's just fantastic my compliments to square enix for this now, thank you for Thank you for thinking of the fans of the first game and bringing this game out and doing so much for it. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Folks, I could talk about this game forever, but that it will do for this episode of Select Start. Thank you guys again. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you guys this month and just enjoying everything from video games to our shows to Repop to the guests, which by the way, again, go out of your way to check out for comic book fans especially go out of your way to check out my interview with jeffrey thorne as we talk about the latest issues of green lantern which he is writing and that he's writing all of the series he's writing all 12 issues we talk about that we talk about power ghost uh power book two uh ghost we talk about everything he's done this dude has done so much if you're if you're an aspiring comic book writer if you're if you want to get into the comic injury industry this is a guy you need to check out this is a guy who has been through it all. He's an he's been act he's acted too. And if you watch the video version, you'll see what I'm talking about as well. Because he he's he's been a part of one of and I one of the most greatest shows of all time uh, it, that he was involved with for many years. 
uh, before he just went into writing and, and, um, you know, becoming showrunners and all that stuff and writing comic books and everything and TV shows. So go out and, and, and animated shows at that. So go out your way to check it out. It's available now, uh, both on talk time live. You go check out the video version and the audio version there. So, uh, please go out and check it out this Sunday. I said I was going to do the world ends with you anime or even, um, revamp re I take a look back at, um, what was that neon genesis evangelion i might still do that but as a proud part of what's new in the world of acmg maybe segment but i just discovered that transformers war and cybertron kingdom uh came out this week i had a chance to look at the six episodes and we got a lot to talk about so ladies and gentlemen that will be our talk topic of tomorrow Yes, this episode is coming tomorrow. Trust me, I am working overtime because of the interview with Jeff Thorne. I had to move things up. So um, just to make sure I make every, everything uh, on time. So tomorrow I will be doing um, the Prime episode and we'll be talking about that. And just thank everybody again. I will say this too. Um, next week, I will not be doing an episode of... Um, select start i'm going to take a break and that is because i will be celebrating my 16th wedding anniversary so i'm going to take a break enjoy that day celebrate that day with my wife and um which it also happens to be the day that the new james gunn suicide squad movie releases on hbo max and in theaters so i will not be having a select start that day but I will be watching that movie over the weekend and I will have a review and I will talk about that movie on our um, prime show next week. So stay tuned for that as well. But tomorrow uh, is going to be Transformers War on Cybertron Kingdom. So stay tuned for that and much, much more folks. Thank you guys so much again. You can check us out on TalkTimeLive.com. Again, all of our podcast episodes, all of our video interviews our repop the repop panels all there on talktimelive.com the new blog that i just mentioned talking about the bangkok i'm sorry the bing bok <laughs> the bing bok joy controller they they knew what they were doing they called it that um is on air you can check that out in detail if you like it the link for where you could buy it is on there as well uh so go in here check it out but if you also want to subscribe and download the show and never miss a beat go to spotify iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, uh, Pocket Cast, Pandora, and Tumblr. Shout out to all you guys there. That's where you can listen to the show anywhere and everywhere. So thank you again, everybody. That'll do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.